Hello and welcome everyone to our first mindfulness moment back this spring 2023 semester. I'm really thrilled to be here with you all and I'm so excited to dive into or continue going into this series that I've bring, been bringing forward on the science of breathing. And so end of last semester, I went into part one, which was around how we focus on the breath where it enters the body in the nose. And we talked about the nasal cycles and worked on a particular breath practice. And here today we're moving into part two on the reawakening of the second heart. So throughout this mini series, I'll be focusing on different uh, parts of the breath and how the breath impacts our health. We'll take a look at the science behind what it is I'm talking about, and then we'll also shift into a practice. I'll describe the practice, and then we'll get to experience that together. Um, so today, we're going to be moving past <laughs> where the breath enters in the nose, and we're going to go further down into the body and really spend some time working with and talking about the diaphragm. So with, with one single breath, we actually take in more molecules of air that travel through our nose than grains of sand on all the beaches in all the world. So this is trillions and trillions of molecules which are moving through the lungs and they are um, going into our cells and um, it's involved with this exchange of oxygen and carbon dioxide and creating hemoglobin. And so as we breathe, right, there's this pressure that's building in the chest. And so this is called the thoracic pump. So as we breathe, we're inhaling, we're generating a negative pressure, which is pulling blood into the heart. And as we exhale, we draw this blood back out and it feeds the lungs, it feeds the body. And what gives this thoracic pump power is the diaphragm. So at that picture on that first slide there, we could really see that, um, that balloon-like structure that separates the lungs from the rest of the abdominal cavity. And it expands and it contracts as we breathe and with the movement of the lungs as we inhale, as we exhale. And for some of us, this expansion and this contraction is happening around 50,000 times a day. And interestingly, really for a typical adult, we use only about 10% of the capacity of the diaphragm when we breathe. And so this is this can be really harmful for our health. It can elevate our, our heart rate and our blood pressure and lead to circulation problems. So on the other hand, when we breathe in a way that uses 50 to 70% of our diaphragm, really allows the body to operate in a way that it's more efficient and it lessens that cardiac stress. So this is sometimes why the diaphragm and why I titled what we're doing here as the second heart, reawakening the second heart, because the diaphragm, it beats to its own rhythm and, and it directly impacts our heart, our heartbeat and the strength of our heart. 
So we'll go into now spending a little bit of time reawakening our second heart. And so the first piece of this is we're actually going to get into the diaphragm and we're going to release the diaphragm so that it can open up and allow us to breathe a bit more efficiently. And then we'll do a particular type of breath practice to help with this. Um, so first, I invite you to find your way into a, a comfortable space. And this diaphragmatic release is, is coming from um, a style of, of a somatic breath work that I created called the diaphragmatic vagal repair method. And so this very first part is, is the releasing of the diaphragm. And the way that we do that, try to stand in a way that you can see me, um, that you want to find at the very base of your sternum. So right where the ribs knit together and meet at the base of the sternum, I'm taking two fingers, so on each hand, so maybe it's the index and the middle finger, or maybe the middle finger and the ring finger, but you want to take two fingers, find that spot right where the ribs meet, and we want to apply about medium pressure here, so not so hard that we're hurting ourselves, but we want it to be um, not so light that we're not really doing anything. And we begin here, and we just invite a light to medium pressure, pushing in, and then we start to pull down. So draw down towards the belly button. So we're just pushing in and pulling down. So almost like we are stretching Laffy Taffy. <laughs> so this, and you might do one, one motion, just pressing in and pulling down, or you might do it a couple times down, pressing in, pulling down. And so what we're doing here is still remembering to breathe while you do this. <laughs> and we are using this technique to release the diaphragm. And you might start to feel this release happening. Again, this medium pressure of pressing in, pulling down. I'm doing this a few rounds here. And you could even pause for a moment and take a breath and just see how that feels in your body. And so we're trying to coax that 50% of the max diaphragm movement with the inhale and the exhale. And so with this hands-on practice of releasing and encouraging that diaphragm to release, we can open up just the range of motion of our diaphragm. Sometimes can get a little sticky. We can survive with short, shallow breaths, and that's what many of us do, but it's not always good for us. <laughs> and over time, shallow breathing, it limits the diaphragm. And the diaphragm is like a muscle. And just like any other muscle that you, you stretch it, you work it out, you strengthen it. So the diaphragm too needs some working out and we can do that through the breath. Um, so just feeling, um, if, if you're feeling good here, having done this 
release a few times through. And when you feel like your diaphragm is um, opened up a bit, you can just allow the, the arms to rest down. And we'll shift now into a breath coordination practice. So this concept of breathing coordination, it initially was brought forth by Carl Stowe and is in 1958 and has been reiterated by many, many practitioners uh, since then, including Lynn Martin. I'm adapting this particular uh, next piece of this breath work, kind of comes from her, her professional and clinical work. And so what we're doing here, you know, this idea that emotional problems to some degree result in insufficient oxygen in the body. And so according to Martin, the strain of, of counting on an exhale is the equivalent to the strain that we can put on our bodies and on our lungs during physical exercise. Um, so we're really, really going to focus on the exhale here in this practice. So I'll demonstrate, and then I'll invite you to do this for yourself. Um, so we'll just take a, a normal breath in, just breathing in, filling the lungs, breathing into the belly. And then on the exhale, I'm going to repeatedly count aloud one to 10 over and over again is for as long as you can sustain. So it might look like this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I'm just going to keep counting out loud for as long as I can until I can no longer verbalize the the numbers. And then I will um, start in in a sub whip sub whisper and just mouthing the numbers. And so this is really, we're ex really exerting that exhale. So go ahead and try this for yourself um, to inhale nice and full. And then beginning that counting of that exhale, counting one to 10 and then repeating over and over. And it can be, you know, as fast of a count or as slow as a count as you would like. Um, the intention here is to do this counting as much as you can and you'll start to feel um, a, a real strain in the lungs and particularly in the diaphragm as it's shrinking 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 up as our lungs are just we're ringing ringing out the lungs so this diaphragm is really really working here so this is probably not so comfortable. <laughs> and, and that's why we also call it breath work, <laughs> because we're working here. This is a very therapeutic technique of working to achieve the maximum exhale, which is necessary to maintain a low residual level of carbon dioxide in the lungs. Um, so taking a break as you need, um, but once you're really, and you might feel like there's even fire starting to generate in the lungs. And then taking another inhale, and we do this again, really counting, repeatingly counting to the extent that you are able. So this diaphragm is really key to our respiratory system 
and it affects other systems like our nervous system, our circulatory system. And so why, you know, why are we doing this, right? As we continue to go through this, you might really start to feel this immense pressure in the lungs, maybe a workout in the abs a little bit as you're really constricting and forcing every single molecule that you can of air out on the exhale. So keep going, keep continuing to count out loud and then to a whisper and then just mouthing. And at that moment where you're really feeling like you're, you're suffocating for air, you feel those chemoreceptors are firing. They're telling us, take a breath, take a breath. And we know even when that happens, we're getting that absolute signal to the brain to breathe. We can still go a little bit longer. And then really breathing in when absolutely necessary. And we'll do this just a, a few more times through. And, and again, resting if you feel like you're really needing to here. And this breath coordination, the name was given so because it's this exact way that the respiratory system is designed to function with maximum efficiency and minimum effort. So we're doing this now because we're training that diaphragm, we're forcing the circulation of fresh blood to the core. And as we do this practice, we're helping the body reach this space of breath coordination, where the amount of air, when we, when we finish doing this, when we finally release, that the amount of air that we're taking into the body equals the amount of air that we're moving out of the body. And so engaging in a really strenuous practice like this helps to train the body to perform the essential, um, the essential functions with less effort and exertion. Okay, so as you finish with, um, with that exhale, just releasing and relaxing back into a normal way of breathing, And just taking an inventory of how you're feeling in mind and body here. After doing a few rounds or maybe several rounds of this breath coordination. And so this can be a practice to engage even just for a minute or so periodically to help retrain the body and to really give the diaphragm that workout that it needs to stay in shape essentially and to support a healthy lung function and in healthy breath pattern. So I've included here in the bibliography also a few of the sources um, that I'm drawing on for this practice today and the science behind it. So I want to thank all of you so much for engaging in this breathwork practice and hoping it's been um, helpful to you in some way.